Welcome to the Woot and Why NFL podcast, proudly brought to you by William Hill, where you'll find faster, easier betting on the NFL. Welcome back to another episode of the Woot and Why Show. I'm Josh Woot with Josh Why. It is the first week of September. NFL season is We're here. less than seven days away from the first game, week one, the last Monday the without last, football. The last Monday of not waking up at three in the morning. It's beautiful. It is. I can't wait for the early early morning wake-ups. I know. It's uh, last Sunday night was like, last night it was like, hit me like, this is the night. Normally you gotta get you gotta hop into bed early so you can get up and watch. Uh, mate, I know not everyone's like us. We have as many possible screens on at the same time on a Monday morning. I know I have an iPad out, a laptop out, my TV's on. I'm watching Red Zone, probably two other games fully. Yep. It's Meanwhile, great. having some form of fantasy screen open, seeing yep. my team dominate. We had our main league draft on Saturday with our uh, people call it. A, their home league because it's like with their their buddies, with their their bros. Yeah, so we had our main league. Uh, yeah, it was interesting. Our friend Brad uh, had to wear a dress because he came last. That last is, year. The... he looked like eleven from Stranger Things. And always, as always, just pulled it off. Yeah, <laughs> jeez. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it was a good draft. Uh, you got. You got lucky in the first round. Um, I got lucky, did I? Well, not lucky. Julio falling to five is no. is luck. Know your players. Know who you're drafting. Know with. who you're drafting. Yeah, so I went OBJ at two. I'll wait and see how that... Oh, my God. Julio at five. I know. All right. Ridiculous. Do you like your team? Not a huge fan of my team. I, I find... All right. All right. Yeah. Do you like my team? Yeah, I do. Would you swap? No. You wouldn't swap? No. So I... you like my team, but you don't... Yeah, but I'm not swapping. All right, no, no, Murphy's no. Law, if I swap, my team no, would I'm, kill it. of course I'm not going to swap. I love my no, team. Yeah. But I'm saying if you just went into a league and you had to adopt a team out of our league, would you pick one? Oh, I haven't had a look at all of them. I liked uh, David start, AJ Green into Zeke Elliott from the sixth spot. That was nice. um, a really good By start. By the way, you could and then totally see that going the other way as well. That's just, you mm, know, you could true. see Zeke. People are very high on him. Yep. As they should be. He should have gone in the first round to get him on the turn back around. It's ridiculous. But anyway. Yep. Uh, speaking of fantasy leagues, uh, our buddy Craig Baltrop, who's running our leagues for us, is doing a phenomenal job for us. We've had a, a draft last night. We've got one tomorrow, one on Wednesday, one on Thursday, all drafting. So uh, thank you for everyone who has joined those, and big thanks to him for helping us out. Uh, we're still trying to get that PayPal set up to get everyone to pay, but there's just mm-hmm. so many hoops to jump through because we're uh, it's just a legal. full-on Woot and White trapeze over here with it's, PayPal. Yeah, it's Crazy. We're doing everything we can. We've but tried other escrow services, just did not, just same type of hoops. So uh, hopefully we'll get everyone paid up before week one or, or week two at the latest. Yeah, so, we'll yep. do everything we can. Yep. Uh, I mentioned as well, you know, this is the week before the NFL season. Obviously, we f- we did a full, four full nighter, four podcasts, full night last week. So we had an AFC and NFC preview. Did the lines for each team? We did the awards, and we. By also the way, totally nailed the Dallas and Minnesota lineup. Yeah, first. before 
change oh, updates. Oh, yeah, that's right. We um we nailed those because the the markets were suspended, suspended. due to Romo. But we predicted and what the Bridgewater. We predicted what the uh what what they gonna changed be. it to. Yeah, of course we did. Nailed it. But um, I love you know staying up till one a.m. filming uh, recording podcasts with you, and then the next day there's a Sam Bradford Teddy Bridgewater trade. Yeah, uh, not Teddy Bridgewater, Sam Bradford. Vikings trade to replace Teddy Bridgewater, and it just threw everything into yeah, whack. So ten percent of what we said it was irrelevant. But go back, <laughs> and yeah, um, please, and listen to the NFL awards and the, the regular season specials because there's plenty of markets up on William Hill that you guys can uh, just have some speckies on to make the season even more fun, um, if that's even possible. But that's that's where we're at. That is correct. As well, we're doing a Pick'em tournament and Survivor group on NFL.com this year. So um, if you check our Twitter and Facebook pages, we'll, uh, we have posted them, but we will post them again. Have you done yours, have you done yours yet? No, I'll do it on Thursday night. Yeah, that, I yeah. was going to say, you're going to leave it till the yeah, last Yeah, I will. Yeah, well, I'm not it. barring any trades the way that things have been happening these past few weeks. I'm just going to wait until Thursday. But yeah, they're all free, and the, the winner of each will get an NFL jersey at the end of the season. So plenty up for grabs. And... Tuesday, tomorrow, is the last day to give us an iTunes review for a copy of Madden 17. How they going? It's going good. We got a, we got, we're over 50 now, so nice. celebrate good times. That was the goal. Uh, all right. Uh, Lunar Bowl tickets, to, yes, and to get over 50. Yeah. Uh, half century. It'd be great to have 100 reviews by the end of the season. Yeah. Or the end of the week. That'd be great. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Lunar Bowl tickets as well. Uh, Billy just posted the uh, link on our Facebook page and I shared that so you can actually go on and buy tickets now online rather yeah. than giving I that mean, Billy that. is a wonderful person and his voice is just terrific. But it's easy to but book online. Do you know how easy it is to just click two tickets for a f- you and a friend? Yeah, although you could speak to Billy and, and lap it up and enjoy it. Anyway, uh, coming up on today's show, we're going to go through some of the news that happened in the last few days and then we're going to jump straight in and we're going to have our division winners and Super Bowl picks in our playoff bracket and that'll be it. Short, sharp and sweet. Let's get into it. Let's start with obviously the big news of the week, and that was the Vikings acquiring Sam Bradford from the Eagles in exchange for a 2017 first round pick and a conditional fourth round pick in 2018. The fourth rounder can be upgraded to a third round or even a second round based on the 2016 performance by the Vikings. So I think if they get to the uh, NFC Championship game, it becomes a third, and if they get to the Super Bowl, it becomes a second. Something like that. If they win it, it becomes a second. But it it depends on how far they go into the playoffs (laughs) this year. That's what counts. And uh, we spoke about it beforehand, and I don't think you were actually thinking about it in your head. You're like, no, No. you should be going well for them. You should be going for them because your pick changes. But then are you happy with a fourth pick the year after, but you want them to go worse so you get a better first round this year? It's Mm. hard. It is. It's a bit of a conundrum. It is. I love how that's your biggest concern with the trade. You've just been handed... No. <laughs> yeah, it's a good life for you. you just got a first-round pick for Sam Bradford. You're like, oh, now what do I do? Do I really cheer for the Vikings or do I not cheer for the Vikings? Like the, oh, what a tough... I like how, the Vikings. How, how tough is life? I like the Vikings, I know, but is. then you, do you root for them to lose? Yeah. Look, um, let's ignore that part and what's your thoughts on the trade? Like, what, what's your, what was your overall thoughts when you saw that rap sheet or Adam Schefter tweet pop up? All right. Even though I'm a Philly fan, the first thing I thought was, is Teddy done? Like, I was just like, first I was Mm. like, whoa, find out how hurt Teddy is. Yeah, not done, but maybe 2017. It could be a two-year recovery. No, I didn't know. Like, I just thought, is there really bad damage? Is this a, like a... Like a Jalen Smith type thing. Yeah, the rehab's already going to be huge, but what do they know? Things like that. I... 
I automatically thought, what has Rappaport and Schefter, what have they said about it? And do they, are there, you know, leaks saying that there is nerve damage or something? That's yep. my immediate yep. thought. And then I went, huh, good job, Howie Roseman. Good job. Wielding your, wielding your magic wand again. And I just thought, how does he keep doing, like how, I mean, I know the Vikings obviously would have come to them. Yep. I think they definitely would have, it's like, how he was happy with how things were going, and I think it would have taken something like this offer to actually pry Bradford away. And there was a report that Schefter came out and said that, you know, I think it was, well, it was definitely one of them. It was Rappaport or Schefter, as yep. usual. One of them came out and said, you know, it was definitely going to take something to blow Roseman away. And a first-round yep. pick, of course. That's huge. So they, they were, obviously, we were, spoke, we were talking before the podcast and were saying that they were hoping that Bradford had a good year. And so they, they could, could get as much for him as possible. Yeah, like a second round pick. Yeah. Or something like that. that. I think they were aiming for a second round pick. Obviously, yeah. they'd want as much as they could. But a second round pick would have been great. Yep. Before the season starts, now they've just got to go, you know what? We've just got to go with Wentz. We got an offer we yeah. couldn't refuse. It's funny how an injury to a team in another division, unrelated to the Eagles. <coughs> Pardon me. Sorry. My voice is oh, just... No, it's taking you. It's taking you back. <laughs> it has just changed the Eagles' plans at all because I generally believed that was the plan for the Eagles was to sit Carson Wentz for the year and to keep Bradford and Daniel Daniels and just play them for the two years. That was that's what my thought was and that I believed what that's what they said. But obviously, when you get offered a first round pick, you've got to then go, wow, I'm going to get some of what I gave up for Wentz back, and now I get to play him. They they knew this season was a write off anyway. Now we can give it a go. You're fine with Wentz and Daniels. You've got the two there. Just roll with that and see see what happens. But it, it is such a huge amount to give up. Like I don't think that's great value for, for the, the Vikings. For the Vikings, of it's, course not. It's it's pretty bad trade. Like it's a horrible trade, and I don't like throwing the Vikings under the bus like this because they're, they've been great the last few years in in their management and their organisation's thoroughly likable. But you've got to think about what they're trying to achieve. Like, I can understand why they did it. They're just opening a brand new stadium. You don't really want to roll into a season with Sean Hill as your franchise quarterback. You've got this amazing team. And a Super Bowl window, I know this is an amazing defense that's young and people think that window might be long, but you you can see how quickly in the NFL the window closes. You think you might have four or five years with this team, but in reality, you might only have one or two with this window. All right, now look at it this way. If Sam Bradford plays well, Right, they could. Do, how how set on Teddy do you think they are? Do you think they're really entrenched with him? Yeah, for I, the, I, I think so. I, I, I think the numbers are misleading on on Teddy yeah, because okay. I don't think they require him to throw it that much, and that's going to happen with Bradford. And that's why Bradford will suit this system so well. Bradford's never played for a better team or a better organization. No offense to Philly. Whoa, whoa. no offense whoa. to Philly. Whoa, <laughs> whoa, the hate's gone too far. <laughs> no offense to Philly, but this is an amazing organization to be a part of. You've got Mike Zimmer, who's one of the best coaches in the NFL. You have this amazing defense, great running game. You're going to ask him to throw the ball 20 to 25 times a game max, and that's it. Every other team he's been at, he's had to throw it, drop back 30 or 40 times and try and lead a team on his on his shoulders. Not so much in, in Philly as he did in, in St. Louis, but it's just, it's just a great situation for him and I, I just think for the amount they've given up he has to play like a top five six quarterback in the NFL and that's not going to happen so they're never going to get return on investment but I get why the Vikings did it I understand it. I don't really like it but I'm not going to throw the Vikings under a bus because they've gone through 
a, just a traumatic event. And when you're traumatized, you don't. I don't think you think rationally. I don't think outside of you know Teddy's like running ability that Bradford can't do anything that Teddy can do. Yeah, the difference between the two isn't much, but you don't want to give up another. Of course, first like they spent a first round pick on Teddy, and that's for ten years of a franchise quarterback. You've just given up a first round pick for two years of one. All right, huge difference. Now though, so the Vikings come out and they kill it. They make the they make the NFC title game. Yep. Then Teddy comes. Say Teddy makes it back. Yep. He's healthy enough to start the next season in training camp, and it, yep. well, maybe not training camp, but you know, yeah, preseason things like mm-hmm. that. They have Bradford for what four million something tiny because yeah, the Eagles gave him eleven million just for OTAs in camp, which I know Roseman did great with the trade, but that's a, it was a pretty oh, dumb contract. Yeah, but anyway, however, so then then is his value a second rounder? Then can they trade him and go uh, back to you yeah know, probably? But you you also got to appreciate competition that always makes people better, of course. And yeah. then at the same time, does but you remember you got to think Brad, how old will Bradford be at the end of this year? Like he's getting. Getting on in years, so like, how many times can a guy be traded for a second round or a third round pick? Eventually, how old do you think Sam Bradford is? Twenty nine, twenty eight. Okay, there you go. Not that old. So be twenty nine when he's drafted, uh, traded next year if the Vikings want to do it. I think you're thinking way too far ahead. No, exactly. Yeah. But I'm saying if if they were to, you know, make the NFC title game or deep run into the playoffs, that just shows that Sam Bradford is capable of running an offense yeah. and things like that. And, yeah, I don't think. He is that bad. I think, like, I'm not a huge Sam Bradford fan, but sometimes I think people take things too far with with players like that. And Jay Cutler's the same, and you know, we we all do it. It's easy because quarterbacks are so, such easy targets for for NFL fans and analysts. It's just easy to to throw crap on them. But I, look, I don't think he'll be that bad. And and that offense now he gets to reunite with uh, Adrian Peterson. I wonder how many times a year we're going to hear that that they used to play together in college. Did we'll they play that. together? Yeah. Kind of like, do you remember how Ryan... Did Ryan Fitzpatrick go to Harvard? Mm-mm. Yeah, who knows? I think you're getting it confused. Yeah. All right, well, let's let's move on. Um, obviously, that Vikings... We won't see the effects of that until maybe week week two. Uh, who knows if he starts week uh, in the first week. The, the reports are that he won't. He won't? All right. So, Sean Hill in this isn't season opener, and we'll get to that when we uh, talk yes. week one lines okay. in a separate episode. At least episode, we get to so see a little check bit it. of Sean Hill. Great. By the way, imagine Sean Hill comes out and throws five touchdowns and 450 I wish, yards. I wish I was a, uh, a Vikings reporter because I would have had don't want to die on that Sean Hill. Vikings straight for Sam Bradford. Wow. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Uh, the Bears signed... Josh Sitton, formerly of the Packers, to a three-year, $21.75 million contract. The deal includes $10 million guaranteed. He's coming off a Pro Bowl year. You just mentioned before, off-air, that he was a top-five guard in pass protection, according yeah, to PFF. Yeah, according to ProFootball.com, he uh, definitely <laughs> He graded was. well on your he charts. He graded well. Firstly, let's the just... The top Josh guard in the league. Let's just firstly start with the Packers releasing him, which was just... The most bizarre releasing of of yesterday. There was a lot of a lot of uh, players waved and dropped from lineups, including Justin Gilbert, who ended up with the Steelers, and D. Milner, and some other high round corner prospects being waved and cut. And there was a lot of different ones. Justin Forsett, we'll get in, into a minute. But Josh Sitton, crazy because they had him for another year on good money. They're not in cap trouble. They could have just traded him or waved him at the end of the year, released him at the end of the year. This. 
it reeks of something. I, uh, there seems to be something more to it, but nothing's come up. He seems like a great dude. Like, uh, uh, there's no off-field issues. I, I don't know what it is. But the Packers similar. The, the Packers are similar to the Patriots in that you got to give them a little bit of leeway here and a little bit of respect because they've had success and their player evaluation is good, and that's why they're always perennially, you know. Super Bowl favorites is because they evaluate talent and they build rosters right. And if they want to release a Pro Bowl guard at this time, then you've got to give them the benefit of the doubt, I guess. But, you know, Taylor Lane, who's their replacement, if he gets absolutely torched and Josh Josh Sitton has a good season, then retrospectively we can look at it and say, wow, this was a dumb move. I think, uh, like, like you said, like with the Patriots, the yeah. Packers get a bit of leeway because you know their talent yeah. evaluation is so solid. But man, I know any He's any team would be like, "Yep, yeah, slot him straight in." Yeah, I I got texts that day, Josh Sitton Colts, Josh Sitton Colts from four or five different people. I feel like every offensive lineman is linked to, uh, sorry, and I called him Taylor Lane. It's Lane Taylor, but pardon me, like when your f- surname can be your first name, it's untrustworthy. So. Taylor Lane sounds better than Lane Taylor. Right. So what pro- would you prefer? What is your name, Taylor Lane or Lane Taylor? Yeah, I don't want my first name to be Taylor. Yeah, true. So I'm going with Lane. <laughs> um, all right, yeah. So Pro Football Focus had Josh Sitton as their 65, 60, 65, 65th best player in overall in the, in the NFL in 2015. Okay, so that that's crazy. So he's and he was the best pass protecting guard in football. Wow. Okay. So he allowed just three sacks. But it is funny because remember when Evan Mathis was a pro football focused god and then the Eagles got rid of him? Difference. He was old, old. Yeah, so he, Not old, old, but, you know, he yep. had, he had those injury concerns. Sitton's in his prime. Sitton didn't miss a game from... He's only 30. For an offensive lineman, that's good. He's still got like five years left, at least. It's amazing. It's nuts. But now you look at it from the Bears' side, they lost... Uh, Grasu, I can never pronounce his first name. Her- Heronis Grasu, their center. Heronis, they, isn't it? And they, yeah, thank you. And they released Matt Slauson after they drafted Cody Whitehair. So now, now they're like their interior line was decimated. In, I know it was preseason, but the Broncos like second stringers, like Adam Gotsis, great game back from his first from his ACL injury. He looked mm-hmm. looked great out there against that Bears uh, second offensive. Uh, Second string and starting offensive line. So now you pl- you slot Josh sitting in at left guard where Cody Whitehair was playing. Kyle Long stays at right guard, and now Cody Whitehair has a chance to replace Ted Larson at center. And you'd expect him to do that because Ted Larson's pretty bad. Uh, now their interior offensive line looks really really good. And Sitton is just Sitton's thirty years old, which yep. is kind of like that's just a normal age for a guard. I mean, yep. Incognito was just yep. Incognito. That's right, yeah, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I just... It's, it's hard to it's, think about him because he is always going incognito. <laughs> no, but it doesn't sound like a real name. It does just not flat out sound like Sorry. a real name at all. Yeah, no, but like he just got signed to a big yep. deal. Similar age. Yep. What's going on? Same thing. But apparently there was a big um, component of why this release happened was due to his salary. But then we look at his salary and we think, that's a good salary for Wasn't a guy that, that, that is that's, that good. I don't know. It's crazy. But... The Bears still have issues at tackle, but 
it's going to help Jeremy Langford in there, and Jay Cutler won't get murdered as much this year. So that's great news for the Bears. Um, the it's a little, a little Saints were interested as well. A little bit sad for Whitehair because, you know, obviously you want to start, but then again, you get to learn from Josh Sitton. Yeah. And, then, you'll, and you'll probably start at centre. Yeah. And then, even though kickers are people too, Robbie Gold. The Bears realise that Robbie Gold. They don't have another kicker. I, I think they're going to, they may, I don't know if they're going to re sign him, but they have, Mate, but Cody, they have money Cody as Parkey well. just got released and. Mate, Brad yeah. Craddock is out there. Lou Groza award winner. Get amongst him. I'd love to see that. Yeah, screw Cody Parkey, right? Yeah, Brad Craddock Aussies in the house. The yeah, all right, let's move on. Uh, Adam Schefter reported J.J. Watt's expected to play week one against the Bears. So lucky Josh Sitton's in the house because uh, J.J. Watt is also in the house and he looks ready to go. Posted a picture during the Texas game today, the college football game. Was that, that on? That he's ready to go. Was that game on today? It was amazing. Was anybody not... You know, watching, watching it or it. commenting on it or something around Imagine the Imagine being a huge, diehard Texans Longhorn supporter and you didn't watch it and then couldn't find a replay of it. Yeah. I Un- mean... Unlucky, mate. If you were, you know, if you were a dedicated fan, though, you probably would have found a way. Yeah, true. Absolutely. To watch it live, actually. Real, real dedicated fans. Would have By the way, JJ Watt was always going to play. Even with a disc missing in his back, probably would have played. Sure. I want to I want to see how, how it's affected him, though. It would be interesting to see. We won't know until he gets on if the field. If he plays well? It's fine. Fine. If he plays bad, I'm sure he'll mention it. I'm sure he will. I'm sure he will. Uh, just a quick update on the Aussies before we give our picks. Uh, Gotsis, Adam Gotsis, Lachlan Edwards, Jordan Berry, and Brad Wing all make rosters. So we'll have four Aussies this year in the NFL. Three punters. What and, a time to be and, alive. And a defensive end and defensive tackle in Gotsis. Yankee and David Yankee and Blake Murr both got cut the offensive linemen, but wind up on practice squads. Uh, Yankee remaining with Carolina's practice squad, which is great news. And Blake Murr, actually, to the Packers, after they released Josh Shitton, add Blake Murr to their practice squad. Which, How good is that? And Murr wasn't even a last-minute roster cut either. So it is interesting that they have they looked at him and, and thought that they see something special. So Blake yeah, is incredibly athletic. He's incredibly athletic. So uh, yeah, that's something to keep an eye on. That's a Maybe really that good was f- like, oh, we've got this Blake Muir Aussie guy. Let's cut Josh yeah, Sitton. Let's get Josh Sitton out of here. We've any, got, any, we've got an Aussie. any roster cuts that you found really notable? Josh Sitton? <laughs> no. That was pretty big. Mm. No, not really. Nothing. I mean, it no. was interesting, Like, uh, even though, you know, Ronnie Hillman was on the outer, but that yep. was kind of, that was, you know, that was a bigger name. Um, yeah. I was expecting that given the Devante the Devante Booker news. That didn't really shock me at all. No, not actual shock, but you know, there was just he was there wasn't that many notable names. No. Matt Barkley's without a home at the moment. Yeah, there's a lot of a lot of quarterback movement like Kevin Hogan winds up on the Browns practice squad and Aaron Money Aaron Murray Did I stutter? with the Cardinals. So it is interesting to see some of those movements, but no, nothing nothing too out of left field, so we'll uh anything out of right field, Josh. Uh, a fully expected Trevor Bates to be cut by the Colts. No, actually, no, that one did actually surprise me. Oh, he was uh, he showed a little bit of pass rush, but wind up on our uh, practice squad. Has so. Bjorn Werner found a home? No, a no, practice squad home. No reborning from for Bjorn. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> oh, beautiful! All right, you ready for our um, our Super Bowl picks?
It's showtime. All right, let's start with... Uh, let's make this short and let's sweet. Let's just go straight to the Super Bowl. No, nah, let's work our way back. No. All right. That a- would be lame. We, we talked about the AFC and NFC in our Pick the Lions podcast, and we mentioned teams finishing with records, and you'll get a fair idea of who we, what teams we like and dislike based on that. But let's, let's go straight into our seedings and, and picks. So the AFC North, who do you have winning, winning that one? Um, the AFC North, I had Steelers. Yep. Pittsburgh Steelers. I also had the Steelers. Number let's, one. Number one. And yes, they're my number one seed. Yes. Uh, let's move on to the AFC South. Now, this one is a mystery where I think three of the four teams could realistically win the division. Mm-hmm. I had my Colts scraping home by a win against uh, against the Texans and Jags, who tied for second in my Ooh. in my little spreadsheet. Um, I had the Texans scraping in the opposite way. Okay, there you go. Both the four seeds? Both the four seeds. Yep. Uh, the AFC East is pretty much a handwritten law now in the on the Constitution that the Patriots win the AFC East. Mm-hmm. So that was pretty easy. Both our two seed. Both our two seed. A lot of similarities here. This is where it gets a little bit different. AFC West is really wide open, and I, I really struggled with this. And I had three teams finishing on nine and seven equal second in the division. And based on all the playoff and tiebreakers, I had the... Uh, Broncos winning the division firstly at ten and six, and then I have the Raiders as my first wild card. They're down at sorry, my last wild card at number six. And I had the exact opposite. So yep. I had the Raiders um, winning the division. winning the division, and my number three seed with the Broncos. Um, yeah, getting the the number six wild card spot. Just sneaking home the Super Bowl champs. Just just getting in. Yep. Uh, for our other wild card pick, I had the Cincinnati Bengals as the five seed, and I concur that decision. All right, so we had a lot of similarities, but uh, some some minor differences. But uh, ultimately, Steelers at one, Patriots at two, and then man, why do you hate the Raiders so much, though? No, it's one win. I had the Broncos at ten and six, Raiders at nine and seven. Yeah, but that's essentially hating them. <laughs> the Raiders are great. I don't hate them. The Raiders are great. I'm not a hater. All right, let's move on to the NFC North, and I think this one's pretty evident. Uh, the Green Bay Packers now uh, firmly the, the favorite in the division with the bookmakers, and, and rightly so. I've got them winning the division and being the top seed in the NFC. And just like the first... Back where they belong. Yes. Um, yeah, no, Packers, number one seed. The NFC South. Cam Newton's men. Yes. And they're my third seed. Did you see his interview today before the college football game? No. Really? Just I don't understand how people don't like him. I, I, I don't get it. I just find him so natural, so entertaining, so likable, and so much charisma and, and personality. Like People don't... I don't there's get people it. that just don't like that, though. There's people, old yeah. people, old people. I just lost half our viewership. Yeah, local, Actually, local Australian podcast attacks half old our viewership people. are old people. No, but... It's just people that are set in their ways and set in tradition and things like that are just like, yeah, I don't know. these players are supposed to be, you know, determined robots, robots out there for my em- entertainment. Where he got asked, he's out there for my entertainment, yeah. everything the guy yeah, does. Right. Trey Wingo asked him about the dab and he said, no, no, I'm not doing that. So and he said, is he, is he, he's finding something else, right? Yeah. And he said, what is it? And he goes, I can't tell you. And he goes, well, you know, like, can you give me any clue? And he just says, it's incredibly juicy. And that was like, and said something else. It was really smooth and juicy and just talked it up. But now I cannot wait for him to score a touchdown to see well, what it is. I'm sure we won't have to, we wait, don't have to wait much longer than the first quarter. No, that's right. Uh, all right. The NFC East. Who did you have winning that division? I had the New York Giants. Wow, which is surprising from you, mate. 
Because no, you're not really an Eli man. No, I've been a, I've been a big Eli fan for quite some time now. <laughs> you you weren't really a Tom Coughlin guy. Um, let's be honest. Who was? Was there anyone that was just going out there like, oh, Tom Coughlin's got this? No. I did love I did love Tom Coughlin a, when they made Super Bowls. If it was, was a, a huge fan. If it was a red faced uh, competition, <laughs> hands down. Winner. And sometimes when his face was really red, he'd look like a newborn child. Despite being looking so old at the same time, I never understood that. That, yeah, that baffled that's me. That's ridiculous. It's kind of scary. Um, no, yeah, no. I had the Giants, especially just the amount of close games they lost last year, and the amount of improvement their defense has made. Yeah, well, with a full season and a full training camp and everything with JPP, everything should be. Yeah, and Olivier Vernon back in that team, and uh, not back, but. Sorry, Olivier Vernon added to the squad, which oh, uh, that was really smooth. Uh, that was almost as smooth as whatever Newton's um, new celebration will be. Yeah, very smooth. Well done. Uh, I have the Cowboys winning the division despite this Dak Prescott, uh, Tony Romo saga in the first six weeks. I, I just trust the Great Wall, and I don't think their defense is as bad as people think. Uh, and I think they'll uh, survive on the back of a strong running game behind that Great Wall. You reckon the NFC still? Looking better than the AFC at the moment. Oh, absolutely! It's um, it's so strong. There's a, I think there's a clear top six in the NFL, and four of them are in the NFC. Nice. All right. Uh, uh, the, NFC West. Yep. I've got the Cardinals winning the division, and I have the Seattle Seahawks. And I'll just, division. I just want to clarify. I think Seattle are probably a better team, and I'd trust them to go on a deeper playoff run. But they just have a little bit of a tougher schedule, from what I can see. A couple of tough games like New England and things on their schedule, so. That's where that's where the difference lays or lies. Did I stutter? Sorry, in in that in that seating. Uh, so the wild card teams for yourself. Uh, we're just gonna flip what we just said. Yep. And go. The, my fifth seed is the Cardinals, and I assume yours is the Seahawks. Correct. And then the Vikings are our sixth seed. Yes. I had the Giants as my sixth seed before the Bradford trade. Really? I, I think the the difference between Sean Hill to Sam Bradford is. Uh, enough for is enough for a win or two, or at least one win, and that was enough to get them ahead of the Giants. So, oh, mate, Bradford can take them all the way, surely. It's a bold strategy, Cotton. All right, so now looking at that bracket, so the first week of the playoffs for myself, I've got Seattle at Dallas, Minnesota at Carolina, Oakland at Denver, and Cincinnati at Indianapolis, and mine. Uh, the reigning Super Bowl champions, the Denver Broncos, at Texas, at the Texans. Did I stutter? Real that smooth, was, mate. Real mate, smooth. Mate, like butterscotch. Um, Cincinnati, at Oakland. Minnesota, at the Giants. And Arizona, at Carolina, which will be incredible. A rematch. Loving incredible. it. Loving it. Uh Speaking of rematches, we'll get to some. Of, I've got some later on in my uh, Ooh, playoff I'm brackets. Sure there will be. All right, so I have Cincinnati prevailing against Indianapolis, and then they'll take on New England. I have Denver prevailing at home to Oakland, and they'll take on Pittsburgh. I had Carolina beating Minnesota, and they'll face the Green Bay Packers. And then I have Seattle prevailing over Dallas, and they'll face the Arizona Cardinals. Well, well, well. So then I have. Denver overcoming the Texans, and they will take on Pittsburgh. I have Oakland overcoming Cincinnati, and they will take on New England. Minnesota will overcome the Giants, and they will take on Green Bay, which should be a cracker. Yep. And then I have Carolina. I think uh, Carson and David Johnson might struggle, 
And then they Carolina will come up against Seattle, which will be another blockbuster. Yes. So By the way, I'm so much liking my playoffs more than yours. Really? Just the just the. Okay. Oh, I like it. All right. So There's always one headline act in each of these at, at the moment. Yeah, well, I've got Seattle at Arizona and Carolina at Green Bay. They're classic games. <laughs> oh, please. I have in my next round, I have Cincinnati upsetting the New England Patriots in the playoffs. So Cincinnati cracked the uh, streak of never winning a playoff game by winning two road playoff games back-to-back. This Unbelievable. Is, yeah, just think about what you said. Unbelievable. This oh, is not the Bold Predictions episode. We'll get to that in a so second. So this isn't Bold. This is just you being... No, I'm, I just... I love Cincinnati's team. I think they... I think uh, if Dalton... What have played, they done? What do you mean, what have they done? What do you think's better? No, I just think Dalton's back. They had AJ McCarron in the playoffs last year. So I, right. I just like what they've... What they've done. Uh, I just think they can get a sneaky upset. Uh, and then I've got uh, Denver losing to Pittsburgh. And I have uh, Arizona beating Seattle and Green Bay beating Carolina. So my AFC and NFC championship games are Cincinnati at Pittsburgh and Arizona at Green Bay. Two rematches from the best games in the NFL last season is championship weekend. You can never beat championship weekends. The best best day on the calendar. Better than the Super Pretty much. It's amazing. And it's, it's pretty good. All right, so I have um, Pittsburgh winning against Denver. I have New England at Gillette overcoming the... Um, which will be a good season by Oakland to make oh, it that far. absolutely. Um, Green I, Bay... I wish they had venged the tuck ruler. That'd be cool. <laughs> Green Bay overcoming Minnesota at Lambeau. And then Seattle prevailing against Newton's Panthers. And then that sets up the AFC and NFC Championship games. New England at Pittsburgh and Seattle at Green Bay. So essentially... That's some classic games. We are, we're talking about offenses that are just complete juggernauts in New England and Pittsburgh. And then we're expecting a completely revamped defense of Green Bay up against the Legion of Boom, which is yeah. just going to... Mate. Either one of those, like either like our, both of our championship weekends, if we can get a, a, at least those, that that's great. I would take either. It's they're great matchups. That is correct. All right, so my uh, Super Bowl matchup is Pittsburgh Steelers at Green Bay. That's right. I have the Pittsburgh Steelers beating Cincinnati, ruining Cincinnati's hopes and dreams, second consecutive season, and I have Green Bay overcoming Arizona. No overtime needed this time, and I have Pittsburgh facing the Green Bay Packers in the Super Bowl, a rematch. Then I have. New England prevailing over Pittsburgh. I just think Pittsburgh's defense just doesn't have enough for me. No. And uh, I th- just think Rodgers will continue his merry way this season as long as Jordy Nelson stays healthy because yep. we saw what a difference he makes. Yep. And I think that will be the Super Bowl, New England and the Packers. There we go. All right. So the big game, Pittsburgh at Green Bay. I have Green Bay prevailing in the Super Bowl this... Uh, sorry, I have Pittsburgh, sorry, prevailing in the Super Bowl this time. Green Bay won it last time, but I just think this Antonio brown Roethlisberger connection is special, and it's so hard to defend, and I think they'll come up trumps. I really like Green Bay's team. Um, I think their defense is going to be much improved, and that's why I think they'll be the one seed and be a very strong contender. But uh, it's hard to count out Antonio Brown and Ben Roethlisberger. Does that mean... Our first ever NFL player guest on the podcast will then have a ring. Yes, Jordan Berry <laughs> wins a Super Bowl ring and Super Bowl MVP trophy. Twelve punts to the one yard lot. Nah, can you imagine. 
You know what? That's what it would take. Nah, no. <laughs> <laughs> and he'd throw a touchdown. It's tough. I think this game would be an absolute blockbuster. Are you saying it's tough to predict a game that may or may not happen nine months in advance? <laughs> just in <laughs> Sorry, any, five months in advance. You just look at these two teams any week throughout the season on a neutral field. It'd have flipped the coin. Yeah. You would have no idea. They could idea. play 17 weeks and you'd, you'd, it'd be at eight and eight. And then the, that would be the last one to decide it. Yeah. Well, I just on pure... Um, Season form, I'll go the Packers. So you have the Packers winning. I do. Wow. There we go. At the same time, they don't have Josh Sitton. That's true. So we'll have to see how that goes. So both have the Packers in the Super Bowl. I have them losing, you have them winning. So that's where we're at with uh, with the Super Bowl. We'll just quickly run off some award winners. I know we talked about these quickly uh, the other day, but that was more of a betting perspective. Uh, who do you have winning your MVP trophy this year? My MVP trophy. Uh, Toss and turn about this. Yep. But I have gone with Russell Wilson. I think he'll have a big year. Yeah, I went with Aaron Rodgers. Uh, every year he's in the NFL, he's he's the leading contender. I thought you were going to end with that. Pardon? Every year he's in the NFL. I yep. just thought you were going to say no, that. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's, that's a good point. Yep. Uh, offensive player of the year? Antonio Brown. If it's not the MVP. Yep. That's what we should put as the disclaimer. I've got Odell Beckham Jr. I think he's going to have a huge year. No, Kardashian. <laughs> you, you're really <laughs> convinced by that curse. I hope he breaks it. Uh, defensive player of the year, I have Khalil Mack. I also have... Wow, there you go. Uh, we have slightly different spellings of Khalil. There is Mine a H. is wrong. There is a H in it. Yeah. Yep. Uh, coach yeah, yours, of the year. Yours looks like from here, you, you've spelled it correctly, but it's it looks like Cahill Mack. <laughs> it does, doesn't it? No, it doesn't. No. Uh, coach of the year for you. Um, I've gone with Del Rio. I think wow, if smoky. Oakland make it that far and they win their division and things like that, that'll be... a from where they've come from in the last two seasons, he has turned them around, along with it's a great GM story. And, yeah, yep. it's terrific. I got Mike Zimmer, who will get to the playoffs despite all this Teddy Bridgewater stuff and prove that he's a great coach. Mate, if that happens, Bradford's MVP. <laughs> <laughs> uh, offensive Rookie of the Year. It's hard to go past Ezekiel Elliott. Yep. Yep. I don't. There's nothing else to say. Defensive Rookie of the Year. If Miles Jack can stay healthy, I do think he'll be a massive threat. He'll be terrific in the short passing game and stopping yep. that. He doesn't catch passes, by the way, defense, obviously. <laughs> hey, it sounded Jeez. like he was going to have an Edelman-type role just then. No, wow. but he'll he'll be terrific in stopping the ground did you game. Hear Edelman the men- did you hear Edelman's comment today? No, what did he say? That Tom Brady missing four games is like having a friend go to jail. Does he not remember Aaron Hernandez? Like, what is he saying? Hey, mate, he's probably not a friend. Hernandez was probably not a friend. God, did geez, they, it's just did poor Did any words. of the NFL... I don't think he thought of that at all. Were, did any of the NFL seem broken up when Hernandez went to prison? No, I don't think it's that, but it's more like someone died. Like, you can't... Like, two people died from that. It's, just say something else. It's like your friend getting in detention. That's better. Yeah, that's... The like, I don't know. But Tom Brady missing four games is not him going to jail. Like, he's sitting in his living room in Ugg boots. Like, it's he'll be fine. Settle. Um, all right. Uh, my defensive rookie of the year was Robert Kandice. I think he'll have a big year. And who will be picking first overall in the 2017 NFL Draft, which will be in Philly officially. Now you have a first-round pick. By the way, can I that just worked say, out well. Can I just say, months ago, I tweeted... That awkward moment when you get the draft in your home city and you don't have a first round pick. Then it's announced Howie everyone took note. everyone uses the same, you know line. Line. And then they go out and didn't on. even credit you. Good on you, Roseman. Well done. But uh forty nine. Yep, I agree. Alright, that's it. That's all we wanted. So 
Super Bowl predictions. Woot saying New England at Green Bay. I'm saying Pittsburgh at Green Bay as well. That is correct. So that's the show. As always, you can follow me on Twitter at JYNFL. Myself at Woot, etc. You can follow the show at Woot and Y on Twitter. We're on Facebook, The Woot and Y Show. We're on Instagram at NFL Podcast. Please, iTunes reviews. Get them in before tomorrow for a copy of Madden. <laughs>